Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, my video on the Alpine launch. Bit of a late one here for me, I've been very, very, very busy today, so it's the first time I've been able to have a look at this, so sorry for the lateness. But here we are with the Alpine launch, it was presented by Rachel Brooks, and what I'm going to say straight out of the gate about Rachel Brooks is God love her, she tried her best, because you know what? I don't. I think the crowd were a lot of higher ups for Alpine mixed in with some journalists, and I don't think there was a single person in that room who wanted to be there. The amount of times she had to tell the crowd to clap, and sometimes she would tell the crowd to clap, and they wouldn't. So that was great. Um, but here we are, Alpine launch. It's the F1 launch and the WEC launch at the same time. At the very start, they make a big effort to point out that these are actual cars. These aren't show cars. These are the actual cars you will see on the track this year. Also, a little game that I like to play from the start was Spot the Mick. Because, of course, Mick Schumacher is now part of the Alpine World Endurance team. And within the first minute, he was on the screen two times. So, you know, I think Alpine making a big thing to say, look, we've got this guy. This guy's on our team now. Look at that. You know who a Schumacher is. We've got one. Look at him. Isn't he wonderful? Also, what was quite strange is whenever they would cut the drivers, whether it be the WEC drivers or the F1 drivers, they would look the most depressed they've ever looked in their entire lives. It's like they'd all been gathered in before and told that they'd all been fired and this is their last day. Now go out there and enjoy this presentation. Pierre Gasly also has a water bottle which he can't stop playing with. It was such a weird, like, aura around the entire event. I mean, like, you know, we had the steak launch on Monday. Steak, which might not be called steak anymore. We'll talk about that on Saturday. But, yeah, we had that launch there, which was in a creepy church with weird lighting. But, you know, there was a feel to it. It felt like an event. The people there seemed hyped for it, you know? Whereas this one, it just seemed so strange. And then uh, Bruno Famine goes up who is no longer the interim manager of Alpine. He is now the permanent team manager of Alpine, which really goes to show that those um, Maria, Mattia Bonotto rumours were uh, completely false. So yeah, Bruno Famine is there, and he's standing with Rachel Brooks as kind of like the second presenter of the entire event. And, you know, he's not the most charismatic man in the world, really didn't help that when Rachel was talking to him and asking him questions, he just refused to look at her. It was just so weird. He wishes Gasly a happy birthday because it's Pierre Gasly's birthday, but even the fact that it's his birthday doesn't put a smile on his face. Um, so something they want to push massively as well with this all is that this new F1 car is completely new, which shocked me. Because we're hearing a lot throughout the last few years that each of these cars are an evolution upon themselves. They're not a revolution, they're an evolution. You build upon what they've done each year, which is exactly what Red Bull have done, which led them to the success that they had uh, last year. They build upon what they've made every time. And every time someone's swapped concepts, they have gone backwards before they've gone forwards. And Alpine appears to have been made a big swap in terms of ideas. Uh, they said the only thing that is the same is the steering wheel. So either this will go very well for Alpine or it will go very, very badly. Let's have a look at the livery, why don't we? 
And by livery, I mean not a livery. Because let's have a look here. We have come again to a car with a hell of a lot of exposed carbon fibre. It's just a black car. And this, honestly, it shocked me how little colour and paint there is on this car. Because the Alpine last year was pretty, you know, it had some exposed carbon on it. But nowhere near like this. It was a pretty colourful car, you know, with the blue and the pink. But here we have a completely different situation with the Alpine. If we take the top-down view there, it's almost Haas-like in how little paint there is. I think it has got more paint than the Haas, but not close at any point. You know, it's just around the outside. It seems to me there is a stencil for Formula 1 cars this year for painting, which is just round the outside the nose, bit on the back, bit on the... Uh, bit on the rear wing you can actually see here how little paint there is by the fact that like this is the bwt logo they've just put a little bit of pink around the outline of the logo and gone there you go that's all we can afford that's it let's move on from here it's very sparse in terms of coloring and the thing is once again uh, Alpine have got the thing where the car will be pink for some races. I don't think they've announced which ones it is. There are going to be eight races the car will be pink. I imagine it'll be the first eight. That's what they've done the last couple of years, where the first few are the pink car before they move to the blue car. But here's the issue, right? So this is the blue car. Keep that in your mind. This is the pink car. Realistically, that's not a difference. If we look here and then look here... The difference is the outline of this nose. That's it. We can see a top-down view here. So it's the outline of the nose and four stripes on the engine cover is the difference. I mean, that's not enough difference to call it a special livery. And when I was getting pictures for this, I got the pictures off uh, motorsport.com, from the small images, the preview images, I honestly couldn't tell which was the normal livery and which was the special pink livery because there just isn't enough colour. And I'm not one of these people who's like, I think F1 should enforce a rule that this much of the car should be coloured. I've never had that opinion, really. But looking at some of the cars this year, I'm starting to join in with that crew because just look at it. Just look at this car. It's not painted. It is a black car with some logos on it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this at all. The most annoying thing of all, really, is as I said, this is the F1 launch and it had the WEC launch as well. So you saw the WEC car as well. And with that, there isn't this constant striving to be as light as possible because your car's really heavy. And they painted the whole car, pretty much. And we saw there, on that car, that Alpine given with the regulations where they can paint the car, can paint the car really well, because that looked like the 2021 car, which was the car that I said was the best Renault livery ever in my best liveries video. Also there, they had brake lights that looked like the Alpine A in the logo. Now, obviously, you couldn't do that with a Formula 1 car, but it goes to show that the people behind the scenes in Alpine have got, like, good creative cosmetic people working for them and if they were able to produce that kind of thing for an f1 car they could produce a livery that looks really good but they just can't because that car is so heavy it just it's mind-boggling how heavy these cars are and obviously they're struggling a lot it appears to me that the cars with the most um, exposed carbon fiber 
are those who are struggling the most. We've seen the Haas struggling. We've seen Stake F1 Team Kicksalba struggling. Now, Alpine, I wouldn't be surprised if when Red Bull turn up or Racing Bulls turn up, those will be cars which are painted pretty strongly. Because I don't think they'll be struggling. The same with a Ferrari or an Aston. I think they'll be okay because they kind of understand it. But here with these cars, I think they just don't know what they're doing. And the thing with Alpine as well is they've been teasing and teasing and teasing this pink camouflage livery for ages now on their social media pages just to release this. It's like, who thinks that's a good idea? You know, they had the camo livery in Las Vegas last year. So now, to tease that and release this, who thought that would go down well? Who thought, in the social media world, I know, will tease a fully pink camouflaged car to release a car which is barely pink and has no camouflage? None of this makes sense from Alpine. Yes, from a livery point of view, very, very bad. From a car point of view, they seem very confident. But the issue is, this time last year they were very confident. I remember in the launch last year, they were talking about how they were going to close the gap to third. I think they finished sixth. So, who knows what's going on with Alpine right now, because I think it's a whole big mess. I'm glad they finally determined who their team principal is, because apparently that is important. But yes, going forward with this, I think they're struggling. Maybe the car will be good. I think, who knows? Maybe the reason they can't afford to paint the car is because it's a whole new concept with whole new parts. They don't really know how to minimise them yet. Maybe they can build upon it going forward. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. And also, it's like the nose of the car seems huge. I don't know if that's just me there looking at it, but yeah. And they keep on going, oh, it's an aggressive new change, aggressive new change. We'll see. We'll see how this goes in Bahrain, because I'm not overly confident for them. But this is Alpine. It's about what I expected. So there you go. Alpine launch, done. We're back on Friday for the racing balls, everyone. I'm looking forward to that, because if their race suits are anything to go by... I think they've got a very nice colour scheme going up, and hopefully that will carry across to the car, which hopefully... Will be painted. We will wait and see. Until next time, though, have a good one. I'll see you later. Goodbye.